Welcome back once again uh, to Like Honestly. This is Erica. And I'm Mariah. And today we have a guest. We have a guest. My friend Chloe from Alaska is our guest today. Hey, Chloe. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for coming on. It's like early in the morning and it's Sunday and it's a nice day in Alaska. So we definitely appreciate you being on. Absolutely. I'm excited. So Eric and I have a few things to talk about today. Um, The first, and Chloe kind of fits into both of them. The first being um, meeting friends online. And then the second being like skincare in the middle of like quarantine and all the shit you need to know about that. Yeah. I kind of want to start with the uh how like meeting friends online thing because that's how you guys met and then and then meanwhile uh you know we're all in the middle of this pandemic and having like at some point in time probably spending more time at home than ever before and I know at least like with me and some of my friends here there's been a lot of trial and error and trying different products and uh like different tools and techniques and like I for one have been doing a lot of YouTubing not me recording YouTube but like watching YouTubes and I like found like some skincare people whatever but you are the expert and I'm dying to hear like your feedback and like your preferences, like the things that you live and die by. So that's kind of just like overview of today. Um, yeah. So <laughs> this whole, this whole idea of like meeting friends online is super funny to me only because uh, it makes me think about, I had a friend in high school, this was back in like MySpace days. So maybe this was even like middle school, early, early high school. Um, and she met like all of her boyfriends on MySpace and then on Facebook later, which I at the time thought was super strange because like none of, no one was really doing that. And like we had like a pretty wide network of friends and like met people from like all different ways and I was just like why do you need to like go seek out people on website or not websites but like social media sites and then fast forward a decade and we have Bumble and Tinder and Hinge and then like Bumble now has BFF and it's like yes but it's like a totally different ball game don't you think like you can learn a lot about somebody from their online presence and like you can like handpick your friends like that's awesome Chloe, how did you meet Brandon? I met my boyfriend on Tinder, and I <laughs> swear to God, it's like we're married. So I thought they yeah, were married. There, like, I've met my I met my ex boyfriend on Tinder, and I dated him for two years. Funny to me how Tinder has evolved too, because I remember when it first came out, and it, I was like a junior, or senior in college, and I remember my friends using it, and they would like match with someone, but then we would see them like out at a bar, and then neither <laughs> talk to each other. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. Yeah, it's like, it was, it's also like taboo. Like I have gotten used to telling people like, oh yeah, I've met boyfriends on Tinder because I've had successful relationships out of it. But like, if you just started dating some guy, like you're like a month in or whatnot, and you're like, oh, we met on Tinder. People are like, oh, you did? Like, it's like a taboo type subject. Y'all suck. Yeah, that's when you lie about it for like a um, year and then you're like yeah it was tinder <laughs> <laughs> <Got down. laughs> um 
exactly. Do you remember that super hot skater boy that I met on MySpace? No. You don't remember him? He we had like his pictures saved on our computer and like why is this not ringing a bell? Oh my god. Okay, can we talk about MySpace though? Like MySpace was the ultimate dating tool. You had their music on there. They had like gifts and funny like memes and like you could literally just be like, "Dang, I know everything about you by your background color." Like that's where the stalker <laughs> days began. Like that's where we learned how to be crazy bitches. And that's where I learned like remember um that when I was dating Tyler and he like set, like randomly broke up with me, it was like very sudden. And then like the next day I was like crying and creeping on his MySpace. And I realized that he was like already dating someone else. And I was like, oh, you bastard. And you found out because they were in the top eight and you weren't. People were bold back then. Shit. Yeah. Like you couldn't have more than eight friends. Otherwise, like they're just non-existent at that point. If they're not in your top eight. You had to let people know where they stand. <laughs> the drama started with the top friends. Yeah, that's where the soccer days began. Anyways, yeah, that guy, I met him on MySpace. And, like, we, like, messaged back and forth. We had, like, a couple mutual connections. And then, like, we messaged back and forth. And I'm pretty sure I, like, lied to him about how old I was because I was, like, 15. And I, like, knew that he was 18. So I told him I was 17, which was, like, a big deal then. And um, he was like, well, why don't you like skip school and drive to my house then? And I was like, oh, like, mm, I share a car with my sister who I don't have a sister. Like I share a car and she's got the car today. Sorry. Like, do you want to come pick me up? And he came and picked me. Like, so I ditched school. Sorry, dad. Ditched school, went to his house and like we made out. He was super hot. And then we crashed his car into a ditch on the way home. Oh my gosh, you were a bad girl at 15. Yeah. I'm yeah. shocked. It was, I know. It was bad. Why don't I remember this? But yeah, he's so like, he's still like, we like follow each other and stuff, and like, he'll like, like my shit. And I'm like, oh, you're so hot. He's not as hot now as he but, used to be. Okay, Mariah, if you were single now, would you use like Tinder or Bumble or Hinge or whatever? Uh, so I like made a dating profile, like, for a hot second in my adult years and I cried and deleted it. <laughs> How so, long? Like 30 minutes. <laughs> I think that like Chloe said, there's like a stigma around it. Well, there's yeah. that and then you have to go into it with like certain mindsets. Like for me, I'll like look at a guy's profile and I'll be like, yeah, like I, I like him. Like he's cute. And then I have to see what they message me because you can tell a lot just by their first pickup lines or whatever, if they're going to be like a little F boy or if they're like trying to be nice or whatever, you can go on like one date for me when I moved home and I went on Tinder again, I was like, all right, like this is, this is strictly for a couple free dinners. All right. That's when you find your husband ladies. So your, your point about like how they, how they kick it off. That's so much pressure that that was like my big thing with uh, dating apps. Like I had tried it a couple of different times, but it never lasted more than a few days. And I was just like, especially with like Bumble, I was like, I have to make the first move. Like, this is so hard. I don't know what to say. That is hard. I never had Bumble. I never had Bumble. I would be so, I would crap my pants actually. So that's hot. (laughs) So I think that like, I would be better at making the first move, but like I would 
almost need to be like, okay, I'm going to vibe with you or not, because I would want to meet them like right away, because I feel like you can develop a relationship with somebody like through a computer, through messaging, and then you meet them in person and you're like, either like so nervous or you're just like, oh, this isn't what I was thinking. But now I have, like, I've told you stuff about like my personal life and you've told me shit about your personal life. So I like, I'm too empathetic to just be like, you ain't what I thought you were. Like, that's why you don't, like you said, you don't get too deep into it before you're like hanging out in person. Like it's kind of superficial, like find out what they do and whatnot. And then when you guys go and like get a drink or dinner or whatever, that's when you can like make your decisions, but you have to be smart about it. Like you said, that was kind of my, my whole thing is like, I have no problem making the first move like in person. Sure. But that my whole approach is I kind of play off of the vibe between like that's happening and it's super hard to just create that out of thin air just be based on like some pictures and a bio or whatever um and so and also like you immediately like you were saying right like you immediately get a feel for how they are and like how you guys vibe off of each other and if it's like super awkward you can just be like okay well I'm gonna go back to hanging out with my friends thanks for the drink bye right or like you can give your friend like the wink wink like come save me so <laughs> Chloe and I kind of met online um, and I'll tell that story. So when I was still living in New York, I was like researching who's going to do my freaking curly blonde extensions. So I was like researching like Anchorage extensions, like on Instagram, whatever. And I like kept seeing this like blonde girl come up. And finally I like clicked on it. I was like, who is that bitch? Cause I need that hair. <laughs> and- <laughs> It ended up just being like multiple pictures of Chloe because like our hairdresser just posts pictures of Chloe's hair all the time because it's beautiful. So I ended up like, I don't know if I followed you or like if I, I think I followed you. It had been like six months or something and I moved to Alaska and in Alaska, we don't have like normal, like they have Starbucks, but we have Nobody goes to Starbucks in Alaska, okay? Like, it's a sin to go to Starbucks it in Alaska. There are coffee huts on every corner you could ever think of. And they're like, if you know what Dutch Bros is, they're even smaller than Dutch Bros. But they're just little, like, it's like a shed with windows. And you drive up on both sides, and you just order, and you drive away. And it's the easiest thing, and it's the best freaking coffee. So, And, like, then, the girls are so nice. Like, you so you're getting like a handmade drink you don't just like go for like a poor coffee you get like a nice coffee and they they talk to you and they're like how's your day going and like it just it like it's cool it's like an Alaska thing so it feels good so I like pulled up to this coffee stand I had never been to it's like on my way to work kind of and I like see Chloe and I was like oh my god that's the girl I follow on Instagram like (laughs) I was like excited to see Chloe. And then I was like, okay, don't say anything. Like you can't be like this crazy, almost 30 year old. That's like, you know, excited to talk to the like young twenties, pretty girl. Cause like what kind of, Oh my gosh. It's hilarious to me though. Cause I remember the first time I saw her and I was like, I have a fat girl crush on this girl. Like she's so cute. And like, Sometimes just depending on the day, because I would start my shifts at like, you know, 6.30 a.m. or whatever. To me, that's like kind of early and dead of winter. So it was 
it was early and I'm like, ah, do I compliment her? Do I not? Like, I don't know. Like, just because I was like, I don't know if she's nice, but she was so sweet. So like next time she came by, I was like, I freaking love your scarf. Like the scarf was the one thing I had to say, although like I like loved her in general. (laughs) And then I was like, thanks. I got a H and M. And then I like lost my mind, like star, like this weird, like starstruck girl crush thing. And I was like, hi, oh my God, are you Chloe? I follow you on Instagram. <laughs> she did eventually like ask me if I was Chloe and I was like, wait, what? Yes. How do you know? And she's like, I think she told me she follows me on Instagram, but then later we found out it's because we both like go to Olivia for our hair. So I had the, I had like a, a weird experience. So I, I kind of had like a similar thing uh, where I was where at the last agency that I worked at, uh, one of the guys, one of our creatives was dating this girl. Um, and she, the, everyone was just kind of in like a tight knit group. And I started following her cause she's also a creative, like a really good photographer. And so I just like really liked her stuff. Um, and then we just ended up accumulating a bunch of mutual friends. And so we had never met in person. Sometimes we would like send messages back and forth on Instagram. It's like no big deal. And then one time I was, I was at the movie theater and I had like ran to the bathroom and I was like leaving and she walked in and we both had this like moment where we just stopped and we were just like, oh, hi. <laughs> like it was like, like weird. Like, uh, I feel like, I feel like we're friends. I feel like this is just like a casual, but like we, this is actually the first time we met and it's in a bathroom. It's weird. I don't know. I don't know exactly how to act right now. So I'm just gonna, um, leave. <laughs> we, so Chloe and I, like Chloe is an esthetician. So I like, after that encounter, she followed, she like asked for my Instagram handle and like followed me like while I was still in the coffee, like the coffee hut. So I was like still in my car and she's like, give me your handle. And like, I pulled away and we were like, all right, talk to you later. And she followed me. And then, um, I think I made an appointment to get a facial. So I'd never had a facial before, which like, you know, fake little me that has like nails and eyelashes and extensions never got a facial. So I went to her, got a facial and like, we just kind of like hit it off and I was like, oh my God, we should hang out. So since then we've like hung out, whatever. But that leads me to, well, one, if you ever see somebody like that in the wild, like say hi to them because it's not weird. And if it is weird, then fuck them and unfollow them. We want to ask Chloe some questions about skincare. Yes, I'm ready to dive in. First of all, okay, so I've never had a, have I had one? I've never had a real facial. I've gotten like a mud mask or something like that. Right as part of like a massage package um but so like I have thought about it so many times though but then I end up getting overwhelmed because I'm like looking at the menu or you know whatever online I don't know what to book and starter beginner question where do you start Okay. Well, where to start is like a very broad question because there are so many treatments out there, but Um, personally, I don't go for the basic facial. Like you, a basic facial is going to consist of um, probably some extractions. You're just going to go in some cleansings, a mask extractions, and you know, you'll get a little cleanup done, but truthfully, I don't think results last from that quite as well as some other treatments. I really like more medical things like dermaplaning or hydrofacial, which dermaplaning is absolutely hit it off on the market everywhere. It is a basically a scalpel we use on your face to remove 
dead skin and peach fuzz. So it removes the whole first layer of your skin, which is all just dead skin cells. And then like kind of like a happy side effect is like peach fuzz as well. So it creates a super smooth layer in your skin. And like the way your makeup was going to apply is like butter. And then if you do that before any other treatment, it's going to allow like all of the um, facial products to really just get into your skin rather than trying to penetrate through that um, layer of dead skin and hair. And then another one that's my favorite is hydrofacial. That's just super fun. It's like huge, huge, huge hit as well. Um, Hydrofacial is basically a machine that uses suction to exfoliate, to literally suck out blackheads and debris from your skin. And then it also like tightens your skin, brightens and hydrates all at the same time, just because it's also infusing different products into your skin as well as exfoliating with the suction. So it's like a really, really cool treatment. Oh, that, okay. I want that. So wait, so do you, is it always the same products that are like being infused in or do you like customize that based on like the person? Hydrofacial does have um, its own products. Like it has, it's like a four to five step facial and it has its own products. But one of those steps is very customizable to um, your skin type, just because it's like a specialty vial. You can do like a vitamin C, you can do more of an acne serum. And then there's Derma Builder, which is like a collagen type serum that just plumps up your skin and really kind of helps to smooth out those fine lines and wrinkles if that's like the main um, concern. But the whole facial in itself, although they are the same products, is so customizable because you're the one performing it. So you choose where you're doing that suction, you choose um, how long you spend kind of doing the extractions on like blackheads on the nose, very, very common, popular concern. Um, And then also you kind of choose as well, like the suction amount. So you can really customize it, although it's like kind of the same, if that makes sense. Oh, totally. That machine is like super cool because at the end, there's like a waste jar thing or like bottle. So like Chloe often um, will share her Instagram handle, but she'll like post videos of it. And it's like for anybody who likes extractions or like watching pimples and like blackheads being popped which like I love it's like super therapeutic to me um if you guys watch Dr. Pimple Popper because I love yes Yes. but you can like see the blackheads and like stuff that she got out like through this it's like a little vacuum like pen basically like a little collection jar of like all of your blackheads that you get to see afterwards floating around in the water and it's so cool it's like so nasty and so cool I'm a little concerned by how excited that made me I was like oh my god I need to see that (laughs) it is like she so I forgot to look like when I left my facial I forgot to look which like how would you forget that but I don't know but she was like I figured you wanted to look so I'll send you a video and like sent me a video of mine and I was like fuck yes it's so gross and I love it guys though like you don't understand how much of an obsession it is like you saying like that made you excited Erica that's not abnormal like people literally message me and they don't know the name of the facial they don't know they're just like I want one of the ones where I can see the jar of my blackheads. I'm like, okay. Um, <laughs> so it's like well known for that. This is going to be helpful for you to like listen to and to kind of give you a baseline of where to start. But like also 
what I did when I met Chloe and like I first like laid like in her treatment room I was like literally look at my skin and like tell me what I need to do like do whatever you need to do and then tell me what I need to buy and I'll do it and I've experienced in the past with stuff with like product is people will like push things on you and then you have like all this product and stuff and you like don't know what to do with it so I was like literally like pretend like you're talking to a five-year-old and give me exactly what I need and tell me step by step what to do and I'll do it so Chloe like prescribed me we'll say prescribed but she gave me like um you know I got my first facial and I felt amazing and then she prescribed me like a medical grade cleanser a serum and a moisturizer and it's like that simple and then she even texted me like when to use what and like what order and stuff to use it in. And like, I can't tell you the difference that it has made in my skin. Like I'm typically like dry and like, I don't like how makeup cracks on my skin. And like, this has been a game changer. And I've only been to her like a couple times for an actual facial, which like just having the right products and somebody who's willing to like work with you and not push stuff with you is like such a game changer. In yes. But also like on your end of it, like, like you were the absolute perfect client, Mariah. Like I love somebody who is willing to put some money into home care because really at the end of the day, I think that your home care regimen probably for a seven fluid ounce cleanser for a nice size serum and then moisturizer, I think that it cost you probably like $200, maybe a little bit more. And truthfully, I mean, if that lasts you, I think that's totally worth it. Like you said, you've seen such a difference in just a three-step routine. Um, And I highly believe in like not being like, okay, let's get you on seven products to begin with. We can always move up from there. Like, no, we don't need to be doing that. We can totally start out with just a few different products. It is insane the difference it'll make if you are on the correct cleanser for your skin. It is that easy. So, and that's the thing. Home care is going to be on that 80% mark of your um, results. Whereas treatments, treatments are amazing. They're incredible. You feel wonderful afterward, but treatments are on the 20% mark of your results. So I will say that like the cleanser that, so I've used like you know, you walk into Sephora and you like ask the girl, like, what, what kind of cleanser should I use? And she's like, well, what kind of skin do you have? I'm like, I don't know, bitch, look at it. Like, what do you mean? Why are you asking me? I don't know. Like, it's important to go to a professional, but also like I've wasted so much money trying so many different things. And then like, I just get frustrated and like throw the bottle out or like, I'll use the whole bottle. But like the cleanser that I bought from Chloe, um, the brand is PCA. And it is incredible. And I bought it in January and I don't, Chloe, I bought a bunch of different products from you. So like, I don't, well, I just bought the three, but I don't know what that specific cleanser cost, but we'll say for the three products, it was I think it was $34. Okay. $34 for a cleanser guys. And I am like just barely at halfway point in the cleanser. Oh, so she's used, she's used three and a half ounces of cleanser since January. It's like mid-August so that's crazy yeah like and you don't and I'm not doing that wrong right like I don't know for me it lasts a long time I mean another unpopular opinion I mean not unpopular I think a lot of estheticians believe in this with me I don't think that cleansing in the morning is absolutely necessary 
I, on one hand, am very like oily. Like I wake up with oily skin, not every day. If I do though, and I feel kind of dirty and like, I want to cleanse, I will. But like, I'm firm believer of listening to your skin. If you wake up and your skin looks good, do not cleanse it. You are over, like you're over cleansing it and you are just drying it out. So really my biggest thing is just cleansing at night and you're not going to be like using too much cleanser in that way, but you're also not going to be um, over cleansing your skin and like not doing it enough. If that makes sense. Like night is where it's at because that's when your skin just restores itself while you're sleeping, just like your body does. So it really takes in all those nutrients. Definitely. Okay. Chloe. So why not like St. Ives? Um, I'm sure St. Ives has a few products that won't actually abrate your skin off to the point where we you don't have to, have to be ER. We don't have to be nice. You can. I'm sure they have like products that you can use and not have to go to the ER after for like third degree, like ripping off of your skin, but I'm just kidding. But like most popular we talk about in the aesthetic world is the apricot scrub. Uh I know, I know when we were in high school, you would put that on your skin and you'd scrub the crap out of it because it just felt good. You're like, yeah take off this 500 layers of skin. I just want to see my dermis, but, (laughs) but no, like (laughs) it's not good for you guys. Like, okay. I love a physical exfoliant. If you are exfoliating your skin with a beaded exfoliant, that's what physical means. Um, you probably feel like that feels really good because it just makes your skin feel super smooth afterward. Actually, you're not going to get the most out of your skin routine if you are not exfoliating because your skin just can't absorb with dead skin cells all over your face. So it's really important, but this is what I want to touch on is if that cleanser is hurting you while you're cleansing, like if you're like, this is kind of uncomfortable, then it's probably not good for you. If it's like, you know, a little abrasive, just a teeny bit. That's perfect. You do not want to be like, this is uncomfortable. When does it end? And that's exactly what St. Ives is like classically known for. So So I want to know though, like what to you classifies like a really good product or like, what are the things like your rule of thumb, best practice, generally speaking, like these are the things that I am looking for, or I know that a product should not have in order. Well, usually I, I mean, it's just such a broad question as well because of person's skin type and background and whatnot. But without that being into play, um, really my biggest thing is probably just medical grade products. Like it does not have to be expensive. Um, I'm sure there's some stuff at Sephora that's not absolutely horrible, but let me tell you how many of my clients tell me they're using Drunk Elephant is a really popular product that's kind of hit the market at, in Sephora. I was calling Erica out because she – didn't you just, like, buy some Drunk Elephant stuff? I, I have, like, their – no, it's not the vitamin C. I have, like uh, – Their vitamin C is pretty popular and whatnot. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm saying that it's great because when I have a client who tells me that they buy drunk elephant, that's what they've been using. Um, that tells me they're willing to spend the money on their skin because drunk elephant is not cheap for product. You can just walk into a store and buy. I mean, some of their serums are like $90 and stuff like that, which is I mean, it's great. It shows me that you're willing to invest in your skin and make it the best you can. But I have so many clients who tell me they're just not 
seeing the results for that price point. And that is totally valid considering that it's not going to have the higher percentages of active ingredients that like the products I sell or I'm able to distribute to people have, because that's what medical grade basically means. It's formulated by doctors, by physicians, yada, yada, yada. It has higher percentages of active ingredients and it has um, just a lot more of the ingredients are actually doing something for your skin. Let's just take, I mean, this is really, really bad, but let's just go to Neutrogena and Clean and Clear. Those are going to be full of like alcohols that just dry your skin out. If you're using a Clean and Clear cleanser, you probably are like, oh my gosh, this feels so good. It's helping my acne. But then you're, you probably feel like your skin is confused all the time. Sometimes it's dry. Sometimes it's oily. That's because it's so full of alcohol that your skin is like overproducing oil and it's because it's drying it out and it's just, your skin's going to go back and forth from being overly oily to dry. And it's just going to clog your pores in the end with like excess oil. They also have like a lot of um, like fragrances and stuff in them. Right. And that's also, yes, yes, exactly. I mean like Neutrogena pink grapefruit. Ooh, that's nice in the morning you wake up and you're just like, wow, like grapefruit. I'm awake. Like you just, who doesn't love that? Like fresh, like citrus scent, but like, what's the point of it? Is the grapefruit like literally killing my acne? Like, please like have a war on my skin if that's what it's doing. But like, I, if it's not like get rid of the grapefruit. So I know it's fun. It's cool, but I actually have products that smell good as well with ingredients that are actually doing things for your skin. So that's, it's a hard question, but I mean, I'm biased because I just believe in medical grade product versus what you can get at Sephora, Ulta, or even your local drugstore or Target. So um, really when it comes down to it, if you're willing to invest in your skin, I would go with a medical grade line. I carry PCA skin and Jan Rooney skin research. Another few really good ones are like Zio, um, BioBaji, SkinCeuticals, Skin Better. There's quite a few out there that are really, really good. And I I personally take products from like each one and love to like cater a routine. So can you get the ones that you sell in, uh, in store? Can you get them online as well? You can get them on their websites. Um, but you have to be a licensed professional, like esthetician or in a doctor's office to sell them. So, um, if you're walking in somewhere to buy it, likely you're going to be walking into a plastics office, into an esthetician's office, or maybe like a doctor's or derm office. Can I, I'm curious to know, have you heard of the, um, the brand called the ordinary? Yes. And I knew this was going to come up. So as far as I know about the ordinary, it, it scares the shit out of me because it's like $5 for a serum or something. I'm not really like, let's be realistic. It's like $10. It's come on. That is so cheap. And some of them are, are really actually like six or $7. Yeah. And it, that's what I'm saying. It scares the shit out of me because what I've, what I have looked into with it is that um, they actually are made with like medical grade products, but it's just like leftover from, it's like when medical, when they're making their products, like let's say PCA or Jane Marini, the two lines I carry are making their products and whatnot. If like part of their batch is like leftover, the ordinary like puts their, like takes that and like uses it. But that creates inconsistency because they use it from like like any line so technically like you could buy their niacinamide serum one day and use it for like however many months it lasts you and you could love it and the next time you get a whole different product in their exact bottle if that makes sense 
I don't know if that's true. That is just what I've looked into with it. I'm going to say full disclaimer right now. I don't know, but I, that is super freaking cool, but also like, you know, what if you found one that worked so good for you? And then like next time you buy it, it's like just subpar, you know? That's like Trader Joe's three buck check wine is that's like how they do. Yes. (laughs) No, it's genius, isn't it? But like, and I've had some friends recently tell me they just bought a whole routine from the ordinary because what you can buy a whole routine for probably like $70, like more than a whole routine. And, um, they've told me they see a lot of that going on, like a lot of different things in their skin that they really like and are improving for them. But once again, back to the part where there's probably not enough of that product they salvage from other lines to create entire bottles. So they probably have some filler products in there and they're not going to be as high in active ingredients as your average that you'll buy from me or another professional. That's fascinating. I totally actually do use the ordinary. I adjust, that was like one of my things now that we've been working from home Um, I like never, ever wear makeup. So I was like, oh, I'm going to use this opportunity to like try to clean out my skin. Because like you said earlier, like one of my pain points is I want to get rid of all the like buildup and stuff in my pores and my T-zone and stuff. So like, let's see if I can uh, do this. And so I had like been watching, there's a YouTube channel, um, this guy named Hiram that I started watching and like, yes. And I was like, that's how I learned about it. So I was like, oh yeah, I totally want to give this a try. But that is scary because yeah, you want consistency and you want to know exactly what is in them. So that's really fascinating. Absolutely. Yeah. I see Hiram on TikTok all the time. I truthfully have always been happy to spend a pretty penny on some skincare, especially if it lasts you. Um, when you spread that out over a few months, like you probably spend like $30 on your skin a month or something. Like if you care about it, I think you can afford it. So yeah. And that's the, I think definitely the most important thing is, does it last? Like, can you put some value to like the amount that you're getting? But also if you're like seeing results, then obviously you're going to prioritize. Absolutely. I have clients who text me though. Like one of my, one of my very good clients, she started off buying just like one or two things for me. And then she added like one or two more things. And then she's adding like three more things. Like she's bought quite a bit of product for me at this point. And she texted me, um, like a week or two ago and she goes, Chloe, I legitimately don't know how I lived without these products before. Like, (laughs) so it can be pretty life changing. That's kind of how I feel about it. Like I, I mean, I'm only using three products still, but I still feel like they're working for me. Um, I mean, like next time I come in, I might ask for a recommendation on like to add something else in just to like even make it even better. But um, I definitely think that like once you start, you're not going to go back and you're really going to like understand the value in like what Chloe's saying. It's like when you break it all down, it's literally costing you like $30, if not less a month. Like I'm still on my original products, which we've said were around like $200. And that was, I bought them in January. And I feel like I still have like at least half of all the products left. Um, Chloe, do you want to just talk about like the ultimate skin sin and like why it's so easy to do, but why we really shouldn't do it? My most recent post was um, for sleeping with your makeup on. Guys, okay, I know on a Saturday night, we just had some fun with our friends. It's 
it's 3.30 in the morning. You just got Taco Bell. You're in your bed and you are eating that because you're you're drunk. You are so drunk. I get it. Everything is good. Life is good. You know what's not good? Sleeping in your makeup because actually one night of sleeping in your makeup has been proven to age your skin seven days. Are you willing to like literally take a week off of your skin's life just because you were too lazy to get up? I truthfully think it feels so much better to go to bed with a clean face anyways. Like your bed is clean. You're clean. Hopefully like it just feels so much better to like be in your bed, like rubbing your face in your pillow, however you want without having to like get like black smoky eye sparkles all over it. Right. That is so up is like, I cannot even sleep because I'm so uncomfortable with the idea of like rubbing my makeup on my pillowcase. This also I literally just saw a meme, I think yesterday, and it was like, this guy's like, women will go out with her friends, get blackout drunk, get get fast food, go home, wake up hungover, throw up, do her makeup, hydrate, go to work on time, and then beat herself up because she didn't take her makeup off before she went to sleep. So true, though. Like, like you said, I actually feel uncomfortable. I have all white bedding. So that's another thing that kind of pushes me to not wear makeup in my bed. But I like have a whole, like I do like my routine, which sometimes is consists of like two products before bed. Sometimes it's like four, but, um, then I like get in my bed and I put Vaseline on my lips and I like lotion my hands. And like, I have a whole, like, this is my sanctuary before I go to sleep. So, I think if you get in something that makes you just so comfortable where you can fall asleep within like two minutes, like I know some people have issues with falling asleep, like not me. I don't know if it's because of what I do or if it's just because like I can always sleep, but I think if you get in a routine too, it'll actually remind your body like it's bedtime and it'll literally shut your mind off. Yes. And guys, there's literally like So I am the kind of person that like, I'll try to find like the easy way out every time. (laughs) Um, But Chloe, like she has like an RV that she travels in all over like Alaska in the summer. And like there's, or even like last summer before she had the RV, she was like, they were like camping on the weekends, like out of her car. Like there's no excuse to not be like cleansing your face. Like she was that she will literally (laughs) do it with like, a water bottle like in the middle of their campsite like if she has to or she's you know in her car just trying to like clean her face like there's no reason it's so true when I didn't have running water like when we didn't have the camper um yes I'd use a water bottle and I literally just pour it on my hands and you know you're supposed to cleanse your face with like lukewarm water but I mean at that point anything's better than not so the water bottle was either like I don't know, room temperature, outdoor temperature, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> and so it's so funny though, because this summer, um, I literally brought my little bag of like everything I needed to clean my face and then put my products on by the fire. And we were with, like a big group of our friends and I'm like, they're doing it. And they're all like, so what are you doing now? And then like every step they were like, what's that? What, what are you doing with that? Where does that go? And I was just <laughs> like, guys, like it, you don't get this skin overnight. Okay. I mean, kind of, but like, so they're like judging me, but in the best way, of course. And it was hilarious. Cause I was like doing it by the fire and there really is no excuse. And back to the easy way out. Do not use makeup wipes all the time. Like makeup wipes. I actually do not say no to them 
just because like to remove makeup, I think it's a good initial like removal of the makeup, but then you need to cleanse your skin because that only removed a little bit. If you were to cleanse your skin, you'll see even more makeup shed off your skin and you should really be double cleansing because that first cleanse is really just for makeup and kind of like debris in your skin. Whereas the second one is actually going to be giving your skin that nice, like scrubby feeling clean that you get. Okay. Question. So if you're using a makeup wipe as like to remove your makeup, does that count as your first cleanse or should you still be doing a double cleanse? You know, I think that kind of depends for me. I, I will say, don't come for me about this estheticians if you hear me, but I think that a makeup wipe for your first one isn't horrible. Like if that's just what you're used to and eventually you can kind of move up from there. I don't think that's horrible. I I've been guilty of that quite a few times, but just make sure that with that second cleanse, if you feel like there's still makeup, like really coming off your face, like if it was a night where you put on a lot of liquid foundation and like, you know, you had, you had a good amount of makeup on, I'd probably go in for a second cleanse. But if it was like a basic everyday routine where you had maybe a little powder on your face, I think that like that first cleanse will probably be able to get most of it off for you. Oh shit. My like everyday makeup is like full on makeup. (laughs) Yeah. It's all or nothing. (laughs) Yeah. So exactly. You should be double cleansing. I mean, when I wear a lot of makeup, I can definitely cleanse once. And then if you were to take like a cotton round with toner all over your skin, it's going to like turn orange because you would literally be able to get more makeup off your skin. So doing a double cleanse is really going to change a lot for you. I mean, that already you're going to see huge results with, even if you don't change your cleanser probably. Um, and then another big rule of thumb is like, make sure you're cleansing for at least 60 seconds. Cause I know it can be so easy to like get it on your face and just be like, whatever. It's Um, hilarious that like, you have to like actually talk about how to cleanse your skin to me because it's just second nature. But another thing that clients like don't know is if you guys didn't know this, you should be putting the cleanser into like your fingertips of like, I usually put it on my left hand, like my pointer finger and um, middle finger. And then you get your hand just like a little wet, like just throw it under the water for a second. And then I lather it in my hands. Like you make this like sudsy, soapy mixture in your hands and then you put it on your face and you get it all over and you really scrub it in. Like if you're putting it on your face and you're not seeing like a soapy type of thing, like kind of foam up on your skin, you're really not cleansing it the correct way. That's also like going to help your product last longer too, instead of just like dumping it on your face like okay have you how do you feel about um I actually don't even know if I'm using the right term I saw it on like some YouTube channel that I can't remember her name but she was talking about I think it's called like oil cleansing like you use yes to get like the some of the like oil plugs and stuff out yes so oil cleansing is really cool and I am trying to ditch makeup wipes for oil cleansing I mean I don't really wear makeup this summer so it's been easy and whatnot. Think about oil cleansing for a girl like me is I have lash extensions. So it's just something to be careful of around your eyelashes because you didn't know eyelash extension glue can be broken down by oil. So you want to stay away from that. But oil cleansing is like the hot new thing. I mean, it's been around, but it is like becoming pretty hot because it feels good and you can, it just breaks down all your makeup. So that is where it's coming in. That can be your first cleanse. So instead of a makeup wipe, that's already going to be so much better. And it can take place of that first cleanse. And then the second one can be that nice, like sudsy detergent. And then as you were talking about the oil plugs, 
let's say your skin is already clean. You can do like a treatment on your skin and this will probably work really good the first time, but if you want to do it again, cause you'll get addicted to it. <laughs> um, I'd wait at least like three weeks to probably try again. Otherwise you're going to probably have nothing happen. But, um, if you just rub the oil, like kind of just massage it into your skin for like 20 minutes, you may or may not start feeling like little gritty, like seeds coming out of your skin because oil plugs that are trapped in your skin will be released by you massaging oil into your skin. So they literally just like pop out. So like a big, like, I wouldn't even call it like a big blackhead or anything, but like they just loosen up and then they kind of just like ease their way out. And so you'll score like the good, hard, like core. Yes. Like the seed favorite. Yeah. So oil cleansing is really cool. I just started retailing them from PCA. I have the daily cleansing oil, um, which my clients seem to really love so far. And I started using it like a couple months ago and I do really like it. I just, I wear a lot more makeup in the winter than I do in the summer. So, um, just haven't really been using that quite as much recently. So the, the video that I saw also said, so yeah, there are like specifically products for this. Um, but she also mentioned that you could use like, depending on your skin type, you could use like an olive oil or like a avocado oil or what. Right. One of my favorite oils for skin that's like pretty easy to get a hold of and cheap is grapeseed oil. Mm-hmm. Grapeseed oil is super good for your skin. You can get it on like Amazon for pretty cheap. I don't recommend getting anything on Amazon for your skin, but oil is a little different. Yeah. Um, just to touch on that really fast, just super quick, buying skincare on Amazon. If you find PCA skin or like a nice line of skincare on Amazon, sure, it may be like $10 cheaper than like Sephora's website or your esthetician or whatever. Um, but likely that product is literally counterfeit. The packaging is the same, but it could have literally Neutrogena inside of it. It could look the same. It could smell the same. It could be diluted. You don't know what you're getting. So because there's no regulations on it. So just be really careful about that for sure. That's also um, people like, what the fuck? Just support, like, don't cheap out for like $10. Like just go to your esthetician or like whoever you. But that also happens with like hair care products. Um, yes. You can you can have like a salon product that's also sold in Walmart. And it's it can, I don't know if it's like exactly counterfeit, but it's like they almost sell like a more like watered down version of it that's also cheaper. And But it just like, it, it's not as effective. It doesn't last as long. And it, you don't get the same results because it's just like a washed down version of it. That's exactly what it is. You're so right. So, and that's the scary part too. Like Walmart should be like trustworthy. It's a corporation, but um, yeah, it's not the same product. Really just make sure you know where you're buying your things from and make sure that they're like a certified seller or you're buying directly from the website. Like it's not that hard. I'm a, I'm a huge lover of Amazon. I own a business. I order a lot of things from Amazon. It's cheap. Alaska have, pays outrageous amounts of shipping for instance, like we can't even order things from Wayfair without it costing like literally the price of the item to ship it here. But Amazon is one of the only things that has like free shipping. So I get it. I understand how it's easy, but especially up here, but it's just, it's easier to support someone that you locally go to kind of like Mariah does with me or just, you know, buy it directly from the website or whatnot. And especially if you look at it from, okay, what are you saving? You're saving 10 bucks. Okay. Well, this product lasts you six months. So what are you actually saving when you look at it as like cost per use? Like not that much. 
if you're already spending like $200 and you're worried about an extra $10, like then you shouldn't be spending $200 to begin with. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Right. It it just comes down to priorities. I want to jump back to you guys talking about the basics. I know I just jumped in talking about hydrofacial and like dermaplaning. Those are just two of my absolute favorite treatments. Um, Dermaplaning for sure. But just to talk about skincare products, I know I said like we can just start out with a basic routine. So like cleanser, moisturizer, and corrective serum. That is what I want you to start on. And the biggest thing that I'm going to implement with that is going to be an exfoliator because I think physical exfoliants or a chemical exfoliant is so, so important to get the most out of your skincare routine. Um, If you're not exfoliating your skin like three times a week, just, I always say like, for me, it's the day, the days I wash my hair or something like that. Like sometimes I don't wash my hair three times a week, but just try to try to make yourself a rule of thumb to like exfoliate on Monday, Wednesday, Saturday, I don't know, whatever you want to do. And just exfoliate your skin. It feels good. Um, I will say so myself too. I have no like specific routine with it. Let's say I get back from camping, like, and you're just kind of like, you're, you're in the woods and you're like dirty all weekend or so you feel like it anyways. I get home and like, if you feel like there's like some texture on your nose or like you just, you're feeling texture by your chin where you like commonly get blackheads and whatnot. If you exfoliate, I promise that is going to feel so much better immediately after you're done cleansing. And that's just because it kind of removes those dead skin buildup. It can literally remove blackheads kind of to an extent. Um, So it's really, really important to just get the most out of your skincare to exfoliate. So that's one thing that you should be using. Do you have a preference between like a, um, like a chemical exfoliant or like something that is like just a little bit gritty or like what, what's your preference? I like both, but I think like a physical exfoliant is the best place to start because, um, there can be a lot of things that are irritating about chemical exfoliants because it really just means that there's like acids in them and whatnot, which is totally fine. I mean, there's low percentages of them in most products, but Um, I think the best place to start is like an exfoliant with just a nice, like little physical grit to it. And I really like the daily exfoliant from PCA. That one has um, little beads in it that just like melt into your skin as you're cleansing. So you can feel like the grittiness. It's like exfoliating your skin, but not abrasive at all does the job. And it also has like some lavender oil in it. So it's just really like soothing for your skin as well. Ooh, I love that. So uh, a selfish question. So actually, since I started using the ordinary, I started seeing um, some like redness in my skin. Like I've always had a little bit like over the bridge of my nose and on my cheekbones, but it's like starting spreading down my skin. It, it looks a little bit like rosacea. I need to go to my dermatologist. But so I've stopped using my chemical exfoliants since then. Uh, just in case that's like an irritant. Cause I have like kind of looked it up very briefly and it can be, is there like anything else that you would recommend for like, still, I still want to have like that kind of like feelings, uh, of like the exfoliant feeling. Like I really love that, like feeling smooth and like everything's, I don't know, whatever being cleaned out. Uh, do you think that a physical exfoliant would still be safe on my skin in that scenario? Definitely. I think almost safer than a chemical exfoliant, in my opinion. Um, especially like if you're using one, like I just recommended, like more gentle, just really like kind of like just melts into your skin. Like these beads just like suddenly melt after you're like using it for a little bit. It's not like there's little rocks inside the cleanser, like St. Ives is. I'm serious. So 
and like I'm saying sharp rocks not like the kind you skip on the lake or whatever like (laughs) so (laughs) yeah I I don't think that would be unsafe for your skin at all it sounds like the chemical exfoliants if anything are probably what's irritating it and that's the tricky thing about those I would usually have a somebody recommend those to you just because the the acids and whatnot in them can be too abrasive for some skins as well as like other skins it wouldn't bother at all so yeah and like going back to your St. Ives uh PSA I think is probably also true of like coffee scrubs as well like fine for body probably but probably not so much for like your face because like coffee grounds don't like break down at all and so they're just like stabbing your skin right Absolutely. Like I actually used to love a coffee scrub all over my body after you like before you shave or like after, especially if it was like a homemade one with like some oil in it. Like I never had better, smoother skin of my life, but I'm not talking facial skin. I'm talking body. Um, so you're totally right about that. I think what you use on your skin is your face is going to be like a totally different ball game from your body. You need to come, you need to treat that as a completely different animal. Definitely. <laughs> they even make they even make specific products for like your neck and decollete. Your decollete is your chest. So like they're different products from like body products, but they're also different products from your skin because it really is different. Your facial skin is different from your neck and your decollete and then also your body. I'm like obsessed with that word. Hey baby, if you show me your dermis, I'll show you my decollete. <laughs> I'm obsessed. Oh, love that foreplay. <laughs> And then when you really get into it, you'll be using the extractor tool to get the blackheads on. You're like, yeah, baby. Yeah. Like when you find a man that lets you extract his like nose and his oh. back, like marry him. That's my man's only downfall. Yes. You heard me. All my clients are like, does your boyfriend just want this all the time? And I'm like, no, he like, doesn't let me touch him. He like hates me uh, when it comes Rob, to this. Like, Rob asks me to do it. And I'm like, this That's is, hilarious. This is the moment I knew that you were meant for me. <laughs> was the first blackhead. That's when I really fell in love. Um, I have one more super short question. We'll probably wrap this up in a second. But um, I just wanted to, I know that like a lot of people right now are complaining about masks. Mask me. Yes. Do you mask have me. any like tips on either how to prevent that like obviously we need to be wearing our masks people but like do you have any tips on how to prevent that and or how to treat it the obvious ones are going to be like clean masks if you can like have a clean cloth one ready to go or if you're doing disposable ones then they're disposable people that that means don't use them again you need to be if it's like one a day like I'm saying if you work all day long if you have 12 hour shifts with a mask you can definitely be changing that out but if you're like a day on the town running some errands you can use the same mask all day like it's no big deal but that's going to be the obvious one right there and then on top of that it just comes down to how often you're wearing your mask and what kind of irritation you're getting from it if it's just some um like buildup in your skin and like blackheads in your chin, then I would recommend probably like some exfoliants and just, you need to be kind of getting some better skincare, obviously. And even for me, like somebody who has a good skincare routine, the masks aren't, aren't doing me a favor either. Your skin's used to getting that oxygen. But then I have like, some of my friends are nurses and they wear like some crazy PPE all day. And it's like to the point where their skin feels raw. 
and like irritated. And there's just not much you can really do for that type of mass knee because obviously what you need to be doing is like hydrating, kind of soothing your skin with some nice like products that are going to give that like cooling and like soothing effect. But I just, if you're also having acne with it, then they don't really go hand in hand and it's, it's hard. Probably just step up your facial game in this time. If you can, if you're somewhere that allows you to get facials, I would definitely recommend going to get like a hydrofacial or like a extraction or of some sort. And they can really help you out with that because I could do extractions on you. And then I can put like a nice, like hydrating milk mask or something on you that just feels super, super soothing and so smooth and silky on your skin and just allows your skin to calm and relax without irritating it any further. I still got a lot of that build up out. I'm not suffering from mask knee, but that sounds heavenly. (laughs) Yes. So, I mean, there, I would say either this is a really good time to try to work on your skincare routine. Obviously you can see how easily your skin can be irritated. So whether that means you're going to get a treatment or you're going to change up a few routine, like products in your routine, I think that this is a perfect time to take advantage of that. If you're already doing everything you can be, sis, we're with you. Like we all are experiencing it. If you have to wear a mask on the daily, like I know my chin has been a lot more congested, like with blackheads and whatnot, just because the oxygen is not able to like reach your skin quite as well. And you're breathing your breath all over it all day. (laughs) (laughs) Yum. Those are really good tips. I know. I have a lot of other questions, but I feel like (laughs) we need, we need a follow-up episode. I, I don't know if you have any, any like closing thoughts or recommendations or just like you know, if you take away one thing, it's this, uh, which you are welcome to share, but I just wanted to say thank you so much for coming on. Cause like, I, like I said, I fucking love talking about this. Of course. Yeah. So my business name is habit habit skin. I actually would love to just put out there that like, if you make skincare a habit, like you'll never feel like you're really working that hard on it, but you'll have amazing skin in the process. So like, just make it one of your nightly routines and whatnot. And you'll literally never worry about your skin. Like I used to have acne and now I like can literally, I could wake up out of bed and go to the store in my pajamas, which I would never do. But like, I wouldn't have to look in the mirror because I know that my skin is where I want it now, just because I simply do a couple steps at night and then the consistency of it. So like, that's really a habit in the end of it is like consistency and just doing it daily. And get professional recommendations. Yes. We will um, tag Chloe's page too. It's um, at Habit Skin AK, but we'll tag her page. She often posts like really helpful um, like stories on her Instagram and also like those really satisfying videos of the waste bottle things that we were telling you about. So yes. um, make sure you go ahead and give her a follow. And we, if you're ever in Alaska, definitely book a facial with her. She, I can't speak to like any other facials because I've never gone to anybody else. But as long as Chloe is here, I will never go to anybody else. So uh, <laughs> thank you so much for coming on too. We definitely Thank you so you. much for having me. It was very fun. <laughs> we'll definitely be scheduling a follow-up. But uh, for everyone listening, uh, definitely give uh, check Chloe out, and you can also find us on Instagram at, at like honestly pod. Uh, let us know what you think, and uh, give us a review, recommend us to a friend, all that good stuff. And uh, we will catch you in the next episode. Thank you. Thanks.